Yo, 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 what up, Ortandians? This is your girl, Ortandia. Thank you for tuning in to House of Ortandia. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a strong rhyme to step to. What up, yo? What up, though? What's going on, yo? This podcast is called Chapter 45. I won't say Chapter 25, but Chapter 45 because, baby, I turned 45 last week. And so, we're going to talk about my birthday weekend. It was the bomb. So, it got kicked off the Thursday. My birthday was on Saturday. But on Thursday, my homie, my ace coon boom, I can't call her my day one because I ain't like her when I first met her. She had to grow on me like a fungus. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm playing, says T-Dub, I'm playing. T2, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not, she said, I can't say her name on, on, the, on the podcast, so I'm not going to say her name. I just call her T2. I'm playing. You're not a fungus, sis. I love you. But she, uh, she took me and another sister, uh, our homie, she took the two of us to New York just to, just to hang out, to enjoy the day. You know what I mean? Funny enough, it was raining and cold, but it was so much fun. We didn't even care. We went, we went to see Dr. Oz that morning. Dr. Oz was trash. I'm, you know, hey, I got to call it. it. It's not what I expected. I expected him to have something about health and wellness on there. He had some murder mysteries on there. I'm like, Dr. Oz, you're not like the FBI, bro. Like, what, what is going on? And he kind of reminded me of like an android. Like, he was like, when the cameras were on, he was like talking, talking, talking. When the camera was off, it was like, like, I don't know. He like he's like a he's like an android to me. I don't know. But anyway, the show was trash. But we left there, and we were just walking around, you know, walking around Manhattan, which I loved. It was we it, no New York, y'all blocks, y'all got real blocks. Yo, we got lost trying to find the Doctor Oz show, right? So this cop on the street was like, "Yeah, just go up. It's like two blocks. Two blocks is like ten blocks." I don't know how I, yeah, their blocks are not like Philly blocks. Them long blocks, bro. So you New Yorkers, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Bro, we was walking and walking and walking and walking and it was raining. And I ain't have one, nobody had on rain boots. T2 didn't even really have a coat on. My other sister, uh, I would call her L. uh, Hutch. She she had on open toe shoes. <laughs> Yo, we probably looked like Taurus. But we had a good time. We was laughing and cracking jokes, man. We ended up at this. We, first of all, it took us forever to find a restaurant. We was trying to find get lunch before we went up to Harlem. We was walking around, walking around, walking. We walked up to Broadway. Walking around, walk. We didn't, nobody like this. If somebody wanted to eat there, the other person didn't want to eat there. It was like, all right, all right, all right. So we found, we roll up on this Italian restaurant, and I love Italian food. So I was like, sold. They had lasagna. I'm good, bro. When I tell you this lasagna was like somebody Italian grandma was in that kitchen cooking this food with no knuckles, a leg and a half. Uh, I, just, I don't know, bro. The food, listen, listen, let me slow down. Let me slow down because I'm getting hyped. My sister's got spare ribs. Now, I'm from the South. I only know spare ribs one way. 
that's cooked on a grill and some barbecue sauce that got beer in it and some kind of liquor. I Listen, that's just what it is. People make their own barbecue sauce. They pour beer in it. They pour liquor in it. And they put it on the grill. And the alcohol is cooked off. But the ribs are the bomb. That's how I grew up on ribs, all right? So I don't really know ribs no other way. We get in this restaurant, and they get the, the, the Italian ribs. Bruh, they are smothered in marinara sauce. When I tell you, them ribs give people in the South a run for their money. It give them a run for their money. I didn't think I was going to like it. The ribs were falling off the bone, bruh. Whoo, child. And then we had bread. The bread was bomb. I like the bread. My other sister didn't really like the bread. Um, and then we had, um, what do we have? We had cappuccinos, which was, you know me, that's my thing. I'm going to do some coffee wherever I go. I'm going to get some coffee. Um, what else we do? And then we left from there, walked around some more. Then we took an Uber up to Harlem because I wanted to go to the Schomburg Research Institute, Research Center. Which is, um, it's old Mal- like Malcolm X Boulevard, but it's a research center by about African Americans there from everything from original writings of like Zora Neale Hurston and um, Langston Hughes to slave narratives to all kind of uh, artifacts. There was a, a a room in there that they had original combs, like hair combs from like you know Africa. Some I can't remember which country in Africa, um, but like original stuff like that. The, bruh, it it was just it was a they have the ashes of Langston Hughes in this research center. Oh man! And then the night before we missed it. Like that Wednesday night, they had like a, a tribute to Nina Simone. So it was like poets and jazz artists. <sighs> it's a lot of beautiful. Yo, first of all. I had never been to Harlem before. I mean, you may have already experienced Harlem, but this was my first time in Harlem. And you know, I know it's undergoing gentrification. I, I already know that. But it's full of beautiful brownstones and beautiful brown people. Like, you know, you got your gentrifiers there. I saw them, you know, even when we went to um, the restaurant there, the, South, the soul food restaurant. Amy, shout out to Amy Ruth, bruh. Amy Ruth is the truth. <coughs> I'm talking about that soul food on the East Coast done right. Who child? But um, when we were, that restaurant is like pretty much in the hood. It's like projects all around there. And you see these white people walking around like, like, what? But in spite of that, like, I still think it's like a beautiful, it still is so rich in history. It's crazy. Um, I wanted to go see Black Ink. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all know I love my Ratchet TV. You know, and the young lady that was working at the, um, working there, she was like, well, Black Ink is like, you know, it's a few blocks up. You can walk there. But let me tell you, you know, it's surrounded by the projects. It's not in the best neighborhood. She was like, if you... You know, since you watch the show, you realize that they never show across the street. They always only show the front of the the, the tattoo shop. She was like, it's a reason for that. The, you know, the one that's, I think, not the one on 125th, the other one. The first one, the one that they, they filmed from. She was like, they never show across the street on that one. And I was like, yeah, you're right. 
And so I was like, nah, never mind. My other my girl was like, you want to go? Let's go. Let's go. I'm like, nah, let's let's just go back. Let's just go to Times Square. And so I wanted to go. I wanted to see if Sky was going to be in there. I was going to be like, yo, yo, what up, though? <laughs> I was going to be like, Sky, what's up, girl? I was going to be like, Teddy Rocks, what's up? Young Bay, what it do? But we ain't go. And uh, I wouldn't let none of the mugs tattoo me. Well, no, that's not true. I would let Young Bay tattoo me. She's a, she's a great tattoo artist. The rest of the mugs, nah. I don't think I would let Caesar tattoo me. And he like the king of, of well, I won't say the king of tattoos. But I don't even think I would let him tattoo me. But, um, yeah. Then we went, we, we went from there. We were trying to find the Marcus Garvey house. We couldn't find it. So we ended up just leaving Harlem, going back to, going to Times Square. So we took the train to Times Square. When I tell you I was paranoid on that train, bro, it was so crowded. The Philly trains are not like that. The train was mad crowded. Now, what time of day would that have been? Maybe I didn't consider that it was like later in the afternoon. It had to be like, maybe like three, four o'clock. Yeah. So maybe that's why I was bad. Cause the, the, the. The research center closed at, the Schomburg closed at 6. And we left there like 5, 5.30. So maybe that's why I was so crowded. I don't know. That joint was, I was like, yo. Then I was, first of all, the young lady gave us her Metro card that worked at the Schomburg Center. She was like, yo, take my Metro card. Just put some money on it. So we we get downstairs. We trying to put, we get underground, brother. We trying to put money on it. I'm getting frustrated because the money's not going in there. We don't have enough money, like enough cash. You know, everybody got, you know, credit cards or debit cards, but we don't have enough cash. So I'm getting frustrated. We looking like tourists. So I'm like, yo, I don't want to be a mark in this train station right now. And so my sister was like, yo, just, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So she took it. And so wait, hold up. So the girl was like, Y'all can just slide it and just pass it back. So I'm thinking, is that legal? Are you about to get me get, get us locked up in Harlem, sis? And so she, so we was like, all right, well, if she say we'll do it, let's try it. So we try to first of all, we get over the whole money thing, trying to get to put the money on the card, finally get that done. And then my sister, big sis, go through first, pass the card, the metro card back to me. So I'm nervous, like man, it's. it's is NYPD about to snatch me up by my neck? Am I about to die on this platform? Like, I don't know. So I slide it through and pass it back to T2, right? T2, all I hear is, eh, eh, eh. I'm like, what? 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 So, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. Me and my big sis, we walk off. We thinking she right behind us, bruh. Then I keep hearing, eh, eh, eh. I'm, I, yo, I'm like, stop playing. She's like, you think I'm playing? I ain't playing. <laughs> so, yo, that was crazy. That was crazy. So, we get on the train. I don't remember the directions. The young lady was like, get on, take the one or the two to express to, I don't know what she said. I can't follow directions. So, I don't, like, turn left, turn right. Make it, I can't follow that stuff. I tune you out. As soon as you say turn left, turn right, I like, yeah, whatever. So I don't remember what she said about the train. So I'm relying on my sisters to be like, okay, she said the one to the two or uh, whatever she said. So we on the train. I'm tight. I ain't talking because it's too many people getting on. I got the dude down, down the train looking at me. Like, every time I look, he look. 
And it wasn't cute. It wasn't like a cutie. I could be like, hey. <laughs> it wasn't like that. He just kept looking. So I'm like, I don't know if he's crazy. He might, you know, just bust off on a train. I don't know. So let me look the other way. So we quiet. So people getting on the train, getting on the train, getting on the train, getting on the train. Then it's a little lady standing next to me, a little short something. So a dude trying to get on the train. He giving her the evil eye. I'm like, sir, please don't you swing on this lady. Please. In my head, like, bruh, what am I going to do? Because I can't, I can't stand here and let no man hit no woman. Like, I got to jump in it. I'm sitting here like, because he looked like he was pissed. Like, she wasn't moving back further enough for him to get on the train. It was just, it was crazy. So he kept looking at her, and he was like, thank you, like, real nasty. I'm thinking, oh, it's about to go down. And so, um, okay, we, we don't. We passed stop after stop after stop after stop. Then the lady on the train says, Times Square. I'm, I'm hype. I'm, I'm ready to get off the train. So we get off the train. We walk in. And all these kids get out of school. I guess they just got out of school or whatever. And these girls start screaming. Yo, my homie T2, take off running. Not running. Like like walking. Like speed walking. So I'm looking like, what did she walk? What Did she see something? Did somebody pull out a gun? You just going to leave us here? Like, what's up? Her eyes got biggest saucers, y'all. So we finally walk, get in the clear a little bit. Like, what's up? What, what happened? What happened? She was like, I don't know. Somebody screamed. I'm like, bruh, so you just going to leave us? You're not going to say gun, knife, fight, nothing? Bruh, it was crazy. So, yo, I, I'm going back. I love New York. Not like I love D.C. I love D.C. back more. D.C. was e- a little bit easier for me to navigate. It reminds me of Philly a lot. Um, New York was a little bit hard for me, but I am going back. I, I wouldn't go back, but I wouldn't go by myself. I would definitely go with some people, but, um, I, uh, I'm, I definitely want to go back. I want to go to the Schomburg again, you know, do a little bit more research. I might find my own ancestors up in that joint. You just never know. Um, I definitely, definitely, you know, I'm going to walk around Harlem a little bit. I want to go see Black Ink. Um, I want to go to the Apollo. I want to go see the Cotton Club, all that stuff. So, you know. So anyway, we get to Times Square. It's raining. It's cold. We're trying to find a show. Couldn't find a show that we wanted to see. Hamilton was too expensive. They were trying to go see Stomp. I wasn't really impressed with Stomp. So we was like, well, don't, you know, they was like, well, don't spend no money. We're not going to see it if you don't want to go see it. Like, don't spend no money on it. You know, you don't really want to see it like that. So we decided against the show. Um, We ended up going back, taking an Uber back to Manhattan and we went to like Century 21 some of the other stores just walking around and then we went to get the car that we drove up in my sister's car we had parked in a parking garage from like Dr. Oz so we just left it there and so we drove back up to like I said we back back up to Harlem to eat at to have dinner at Amy Ruth's and um we left out of there and we went on Fifth Street Fifth Avenue, came back downtown, Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue is crazy, bro. You got to have some bread, bread to shop over there. You know, I was thinking about, because Philly has a street, something like that. Not for real, for real. Like our Walnut Street, you know, they got, you know, little stores on Walnut Street. They got a coach store. They got a Marnie Exchange. There's a a Barney's Co-op on on, uh, Walnut Street here. There's an off uh, no, a Saks, wait, Nordstrom Rack. There's a, a Bloomingdale outlet. 
There's, uh, I'm, I'm definitely missing some stores. There's a North Face store. That, but that is nothing like Fifth Avenue, bro. Fifth Avenue is the cream of the crop. Like, bruh, we saw, bro, we saw a Prada store, Fendi store, Gucci store. We saw, what's them girl? what's the twins? Alice and Olivia, um, the twins from Full House. Their store, we saw a freaking um, Bentley dealership in the middle of freaking downtown. Uh, Lexus. BMW, Mercedes Benz, it was crazy. Fifth Avenue was no. I'm when I tell you, it's you gotta have bread, bread. People ain't really boss like that. They try to say they rich, rich. My G, you not really rich, rich like that. Like nah, bro, nah. Fifth Avenue is that real, real. Our little Walter Street down here is like, <laughs> it ain't, it ain't it, bro. It ain't it. But anyway, you know, we came back, we drove back, laughing and talking and joking, cracking up, you know, coming back home. It was just bomb. And so Friday, you know, I, I was by myself. I went to the spa, pampered myself here in Philly. Shout out to Rescue Spa here in Philly at 16th and Walnut on top of the Apple Store. Shout out to y'all. Um, that I love that spa. That is the best spa in the city, hands down. Um, I just got some pampering. And I, you know, I bought bought a few things, not not too much. I didn't spend too much money. And then Saturday, my actual birthday, you know, I thought I was going to one thing, and then it turned out to be something else. Um, the apostle at my church and a bunch of women at my church were, you know, at this venue, and they just when I walked in, it was like surprise. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> I thought I was I was coming for something else, but you know, that other thing got. Um, rescheduled and then they decided to since it was my birthday they was gonna do a little turn it into a little something something for my birthday and they just affirmed me man these sisters just they they just spoke into my life they see strength when they see me they see boldness when they see me they see realness when they see me they see genuineness when they see me my sister was like yo you my homie like bruh that's why I always say, give people their flowers when they're here. Tell people you love them when they're here. Don't wait until they in the grave, laying in front of you in a freaking church, in a funeral, before you start pouring out your love for them. Do that junk now. And I'm so glad they did it. I loved it, man. And they gave me cards. Some, some people put money in them cards. I'm like, whoop, whoop. I had gifts, gift, gift cards in them cards. Yeah, bro, I love gifts. If you listen to this podcast and you want to send me a belated birthday gift, go ahead and do that, boo. I ain't about to tell you my address, but you can send it. <laughs> you send it to me. I'll figure out how to get it. You send it to Philly. Um, I'm tripping. I'm just. I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, but yeah. And so then we went from there. We went to see some sisters. Took me to see the Tyler Perry movie, which was trash. That movie was garbage. Tyler Perry, I'm disappointed in you. You you didn't write nothing. You got them people in a room. You mic'd them up and told them to freestyle. That movie was trash from start to finish. For an hour and a half movie, it may have had five five to ten minutes of actual humor. The other rest of the time was pure garbage. It was too many. It was sexual innuendos. It was they was dropping the f bomb. It was just, it was crap. It was crazy. Like that, like, 
That movie was trash, man. Trash. But um, don't go see that. Don't <laughs> make him work for our money. Make him no. You gotta sit down and write for real. But um, we went to see that. And then we left there. We went to this restaurant in King of Prussia called uh, Founding Farmers. Whew. When I tell you that restaurant, the ambiance is the bomb. The food is the bomb. The wait staff is the bomb. Shout out to our waiter, Michael. He thought he was a little Seinfeld, but he was so funny. He was so, he was on it. He was quick. It, yeah, he was the truth. He was, I, I love a good waiter. I love a good waiter. He wasn't intimidated by like seven black women. He wasn't like, you know how, you know how I told y'all in the podcast last year when I went to see Sinbad, our waiter was like so, <laughs> she was so shook, like trying to be extra caring. Like, come on, waitress Wendy, we not going to do nothing to you, boo. You all right. But Michael was dope. He was dope. He was cool. And he got a fat tip from us too. But listen, check this out. Their version of chicken and waffles is a beautifully homemade glazed donut with beautifully crispy fried chicken. Then I had macaroni and cheese with that, string beans, and wait, before that, before that, my appetizer was bruschetta and fig. Not wait, was it bruschetta? What's that? It's like that ham, whatever that ham is. I think I'm, I'm not ready. I might not be saying that right. That Italian ham, I had it on like bread with fig. Mm. It'll bless your soul. It'll bless your soul. Help help you get your whole life in order. So that was my appetizer. And then my my main dish was the chicken and donuts. And then my dessert was my favorite pie ever. My favorite pie is the cherry pie. I know y'all shocked because I'm from the South. You thought I was going to say pumpkin pie. Uh, Not pumpkin pump. Wait, whoa. Did somebody just throw my voice? I've never had pumpkin pie a day in my life. Is there a white woman in this room taking my voice from me? Hold up. I don't eat pumpkin pie. <laughs> I meant to say, I know y'all thought my favorite pie was going to be sweet potato pie or pecan pie. But that's that's what I grew up on. That was, you know, we didn't have no other pie. Apple pie, we had apple pie occasionally. But the only pies we ever had was sweet potato and pumpkin. I, why do I keep saying? Okay, I'm about to walk around. It's a white woman in here somewhere. She is taking my... Becky, come out. <laughs> No, the only pies we ever had was sweet potato and pecan. I keep trying to say pecan, but I keep saying pumpkin. If y'all know what a pecan pie is, y'all bugging. That's the poo child. Now, it'll give you diabetes. You're going to get diabetes. Some people going to put you on Lipitor messing around with a pecan pie. It ain't nothing but sugar. It ain't nothing but a ball of sugar and some pecans. <laughs> Straight up. But it's the bomb. But those are the only two pies I grew up on. It wasn't until I got, actually, until I moved to Philly some 19 years ago, and I had a cherry pie, and I said, oh, my God, I have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok. I didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me, all that stuff. I couldn't believe that cherry pie, that I had missed out on cherry pie. Bruh, that's my favorite pie now. Now, I don't go down south talking about no cherry pie. I ain't trying to get beat up. My family would beat me down to my some cherry pie. No, no, no. When I go home, I eat sweet potato pie, and I eat a pecan pie. And they are never the wiser. Y'all don't tell them. I won't tell them. We're going to keep this between us, all right? But, yeah, girl, 
That's my favorite. And then I had that with the, with the vanilla ice cream. Child. I came out feeling about 200 pounds heavier. But girl. And then what did I do after that? No, I came home. Oh, I got more gifts there. And um, they gave me this beautiful frame, this picture frame. And they was like, what we want you to do with this picture frame is put some affirmations. Some godly, what God says about you, we want you to put it in this frame. Bro, that, when I tell you that's just, that's love right there, man. That's straight up love. I'm going to read the, some of my affirmations that I have on my, in my frame. I want y'all to, I want y'all to hear this good, this good, good. First one is Song of Songs, 4-7. It says, you are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way. The next one is Proverbs 31, 26. When she speaks her words, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness the next one, the next one is Ephesians two seventeen. I'm sorry, two. Wait, what is this? Two ten, two ten. For I am God's masterpiece. The next one is Philippians four nineteen. My God supplies all of my needs from His glorious riches. The next one is Colossians two ten. I am complete through my union with Christ. The last one is Second Corinthians two fourteen C. Now, God uses me to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Honey, I am like a sweet perfume. Name your, name your favorite perfume. Mine is Chanel, Chanel number five. Um, it used to be Prada. I don't, I don't do Prada no more. Prada like to make little monkeys um, you know, with red lips and all this good stuff. No, I, don't, I don't mess with Prada. I'll never buy that perfume again. Chanel, if Chanel do some crazy stuff, I'll ask her too. That's my favorite perfume. Um, but I'm like a sweet perfume, spreading the knowledge of Christ everywhere I go. Whoo. So what so chapter 45? That's obviously I turned 45. This is a new chapter in my life. Hence the term chapter 45. Now I don't do resolutions and this is what I'm gonna do, and you know, make all these. I I, I ain't on that. What I'm gonna do for chapter 45 is enjoy myself. I want to laugh more. I want to enjoy my homies more, so, especially those that are. I don't have only have like about three or four people that are close that are in my circle, and I want to enjoy them more. You know what I mean? I'm gonna laugh with them more. I want to be deep. I'm not into being deep. Um, I'm not into being pretending and trying to act like or be. I, forget that. I'm too old for that, honey. I I know for one thing, I'm not for everybody, and I don't want to be for. If I ain't for you, boo boo. It's all good. I don't care. I know. <laughs> I'm listen. And the older I get, the less I'ma care. I look. I'm not for everybody, and I'm good with that. The three or four people that I'm cool and that I'm not even cool. That I'm cool with a lot of people, but I'm closer to a few people, very few, that I know I can call on. I can tell my deepest and darkest, and they ain't looking at me cross-eyed and cock-eyed, and they ain't trying to give me, you know. <laughs> They ain't trying to fix it for me. I don't need you to fix it. I need you to listen. I need you to listen. Let me cry. Let me scream. Let me yell. And then you can say, you know what? But but God, God's going to make it all right. But Jesus Christ, he died on the cross for you. And everything is going to be all right. He's still on the throne. He ain't moved. He ain't left his throne. Because you're having a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year, whatever. Christ is still God. And everything is still Gucci. One day he's going to crack that sky and you're going to be in heaven with him. So don't trip. Stop tripping. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that's the kind of, chip, the, the kind of friendships I need. 
Don't don't try to fix my life. I, I ain't you're not Ayana. <laughs> she need to fix her own life. So you can't don't try don't 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 give me unsolicited. I can't even say the word. Don't give me unsolicited advice, cause I'm gonna look at you like you got feces on your face. Don't play. I know. I don't want your unsolicited advice. If I'm sharing something with you, just listen. That's it. And these people know how to do that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anywho. But, baby, that's what I'm going to do for Chapter 45, honey. Enjoy myself. Laugh more. Forgive more. Like, I'm, listen. Holding on to stuff. Offenses to people that offended me and did me wrong. I feel like they slighted me and X, Y, and Z. That, that puts wrinkles on your face. And I ain't got time for wrinkles, boo. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for unforgiveness. I'd rather cut you off than deal with you on some unforgiveness. I'd rather never talk to you again in life than to be on some unforgiveness. Like, I'm not even, I'm not, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that over here. Um, yeah, honey, I'm just, I'm just on being free, enjoying myself. And, you know, I'm still at my job, you know, shout out for, shout out for the employed, shout out to the, to the employed. I'm grateful to be employed. You know, I'd rather uh, be doing my own thing. Not really. <laughs> not really. I'm not really into entrepreneurship like I used to be. I used to be really, really into it. I don't really care about it like that anymore. Um, but we'll see what happens. If something, you know, if something falls upon me, I'll do it. Um, I'm I'm really more interested in finding another job, especially something in social justice, um, something in um, process improvement. One of the two. I'm more interested in that. But if a business venture comes across me, I'll, I'll you know I I might think about it. I might think about it. But anyway, we are gonna take a little break, and then we're gonna come back. Oh, child. I do got to do a little dragging, but a little dialoguing, but just a little dragging. This next segment is called 2019 is tripping, tripping. And I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Thank y'all for tuning back in. Okay. 2019 is tripping, tripping. And this is why. Okay, y'all know Jesse Smollett. He got off 16 counts, dro- charges dropped, whatever. He like attention. He'll be back in the news. He going to do something else. But that's, he ain't even what I want to talk about for real, for real. I want to talk about Mayor Emanuel from Chicago and Superintendent Johnson from Chicago PD. Why are y'all so sp- high sprung on this case? Like, y'all, first of all, they gonna say this is a whitewashing of justice, a whitewashing of justice. If y'all don't sit down somewhere, I slap both of y'all. Get out of. Okay, first of all, let me tell y'all this: Chicago. Guess how much money Chicago spent in settlements last year due to police brutality? I wait. Forty-five million dollars. You heard four or five million with an M. Dollars on settlements because of police brutality, wrongful death lawsuits, and y'all, Mayor Emanuel, 
Superintendent Johnson, y'all want to hang y'all hats on this Justice Smollett mess? Y'all got bigger fish to fry. Superintendent Johnson, you need to be sh you need to be educating, teaching, informing, directing the police department on how to stop brutalizing people, how to stop murdering people. That needs to be how to to go into a hostile situation and de-escalate it. The same way they can de-escalate it in a white situation, teach them how they can do the same thing in a black situation. That needs to be your issue, Superintendent Johnson. Mayor Emanuel, hush, pumpkin. You, you got a whole city of crime, right? And you're hanging your hat on a he said, she said, uh, scandal, uh, not scandal, uh, empire episode. You so in uproar doing press releases. If, if, bruh, sit down. It's too much going on in your city. It's too much corruption going on in your city for you to be talking about this. For you to even, the, the case, the charges were dropped. Shut your mouth. Run your city. And go on about your business. Okay? He's talking about he want Jesse to pay. This is Mary Emanuel. He want Jesse to pay like $130,000 for Wasted police time. Bro, y'all don't pay $45 million on wrongful death lawsuits. You ought to be looking into that. Investigate that. You want to investigate something? Investigate that. All right. Why else is 2019 tripping, tripping? Okay, we got this whole hashtag about surviving Cardi B. If you haven't seen it, Cardi B, a, a new video, uh, not a new, an old video resurfaced about what Cardi B was saying. Um, she, you know, when she was a stripper, she raped, not raped, she robbed, she drugged and robbed men who wanted to sleep with her. And so people are now saying, you know, why aren't we muting her? Like we're muting R. Kelly. Why, you know, this is the same thing. Um, first of all, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't condone what she did, you know, uh, but I think the difference between her, two, it's big differences between her and R. Kelly. One, she's apologetic now. She's saying, from what I've been reading here lately, she's saying, I, I'm not um, bigging that up. What well, I did that. I had to survive. That's how I survived. It, it wasn't, it's not right. I'm not saying it's right. Don't confuse me. But she's, I'm just saying what she's saying now. Like, listen, I was, she, well, I don't know that she used the word I was wrong. But she said, She's saying that that's what I did. That's who I was. That's how I survived. Um, I was in dangerous situations. So I was protect that's how I was protecting myself. Now, look, people I've seen earlier today, a young man came out saying, Hey, I'm one of the ones that she, she, she drugged. And you know, you're going to have a lot of false people coming out saying that she, they were victims of her. You're going to, she ought to get ready for that. She better have a good lawyer because she, she about to pay out a whole bunch of money. <laughs> it's about to be some lawsuits flying. But a, a young guy, not, not a young guy, a, a, a man did come out saying that he, he was one of her victims. So, listen, if she better get a good lawyer, she better get whatever go down, go down. Because just, you know, she, she didn't, did not have the right to drug those men. She didn't have a right to rob them men, you know. Um, so if it comes down to where she got to go to jail, so be it. You got to go, boo. You got to listen. It is what it is. But 
I'm not going to let, you're not going to make this the same thing as R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a pedophile. He is a nasty, disgusting, disgusting, nasty. I want to choke him out every time I see his face, uh, come across his name in an article. I want to physically choke him out straight up. He is a pedophile. He's a predator. Don't make them, they're not the same. They're not the same. Um... But yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Like, yeah, that's crazy. They're not the same. And she about to, she'll get into some trouble for sure. They, they gonna, they, you know, I don't know if it's gonna affect her music or her endorsement deals or her, I don't know, her business deals. I don't know, but I know she's about to pay out some money. Cause like I said, victims are already coming out saying that, Hey, she robbed me. Hey, she drugged me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, why else is 2019 tripping, tripping the, because I don't know if y'all been keeping up. Remember with the, uh, not remember the Ferguson protesters, right? Three of them have been found murdered. They're being saying there's, this is what uh, Ferguson police is saying. They're saying, Oh no, there was one was a, a suicide. The other one was, um, they're just calling it uh, a wrongful death. These are their names. I'm going I'm to I'm say their names. Donye Jones. He was found hanging in his backyard. Hanging. He was lynched. But they're saying, Ferguson PD is saying that that was a suicide. Okay. Um, another pro, Ferguson protester and act slash activist, um, DeAndre Joshua and Darren Seal, they were found in a burnt, torched car. So they're not calling that a, a, hum, a, a suicide, but they're not investigating it as a homicide either. They're, they're just looking into it. So I'm like, okay. These guys, so the mother of Donye Jones, she said that ever since Ferguson, the protesting and, and her son being involved, they have been harassed by police. People have been coming by their house. Um, all kind of stuff been jumping off and, and, um, she does not believe that her son hung himself. She does not believe it. I don't believe it. I believe he was murdered. I believe, um, DeAndre Joshua and Darren Seal were also murdered. Um, they need to look at it as a homicide. Um, so yeah, I just want to offer my condolences to these, these three young men. They were all under 20. I mean, all under 25. Um, that's crazy. Um, it's, it's always, it's interesting that these guys were protesting against the racist, um, violent, unjust police system in Ferguson, you know, what happened with, um, Darren Wilson and Mike Jones and, um, now they're gone. They're gone. They're, they're, they were, this is a, they were trying, they were, they are trying to silence these people. They're trying to silence them. They're trying to stop them from trying to get black equality. Um, anything to, to shut people up. And so that's, that's what they're trying. That's what they try to do. So what I, my prayer is that those that are, uh, the churches there in Ferguson will rise up. Um, and, uh, the civil rights organizations there, um, will rise up and, and seriously, and, and do something about the injustice that goes on in, in Ferguson. 
like this, like, no, these, these, these children, these babies were murdered. They were to, in order to keep them quiet, keep them from going, going to town hall meetings, keep them from holding political leaders accountable, keep them from holding, um, police, uh, leaders accountable, keep them from posting things about the Ferguson police, keep them from meeting and, and, um, bringing people together to have a voice for their community. Um, so yeah, I pray that they, their, their murderers are found and that they're held to the uh, fullest extent of the law. So if you are in the Ferguson, Missouri area, please keep their names alive. Please keep their movement alive. Um, Continue to go to town hall meetings. Continue to hold the political officials there accountable. Continue to hold police there accountable. And, um, yeah, I got your back here in Philly. I'm going to keep, keep talking about it. Why else is 2019 tripping, tripping, you say? Um, the Waller County Jail, right there in Texas. The same jail where they murdered Sandra Bland. Another black person was found hanging there, and they're labeling it a suicide. His name is Evan Lindale Parker. Evan Lindale Parker. Um, he was murdered. Hands point blank. Period. They and guess who's investigating this? Waller County Sheriff's Office. Bad. That's already bad news. Anytime they're involved, it's already bad news. And guess what? They found out. Some independent um, people that went into, to, um, what do you call it? They're regulated. They regulate jails. They found that even after Sandra Bland's death, they still didn't make improvements on doing routine checks of the prisoners to ensure their safety. They still didn't do it after they were obligated to do that. They still hadn't done it. So another black person was murdered in the Waller County Jail in Houston, Texas. Or just outside of Houston, Texas. So, yeah. I want to give my condolences to the Parker family. And keep the name of Evan Lindale Parker before you. Make sure that the um, the mayor of Waller County, the uh, city officials of Waller County, and the sheriff's office of Waller County do their due, due diligence. Make sure that they're held accountable um, for whatever. Make sure they're held accountable. Keep writing, keep protest, not pro, I'm not that big on protesting, but keep writing, protest, if you're a protester, protest, but keep writing, keep going to town hall meetings, keep um, being active, we, we got to hold these people accountable, we got to hold these people accountable, man. And the last, but definitely not least, why is 2019 tripping, tripping, Ed Buck, I know y'all heard about him. He's out in Hollywood, California. He's a political activist. He's a white, he's a white guy, older white guy, political activist and Democrat, Democratic donor. He's had two black men, black gay men have been found dead in his apartment in Hollywood. Um, a meth overdoses, both of them. Um, the, their names are um, Timothy Dean and Jamel Moore. Jamel Moore's mother has filed a lawsuit against Ed Buck, um, claiming that he is a predator. He is a uh, a predator against gay black men there in the Hollywood area. He is uh, a rapist. He is a, a uh, he he induces them with drugs, 
and introduces them to drugs and prostitution and all this other extra stuff. So Ed Buck, those of you there in Hollywood, California, every political official in that takes money from Ed Buck, stop taking money from him. He is a predator and he's not, here it is. He is not being, he's not being investigated. He was found not guilty. They, they, no, no, no. They said those were accidental deaths. Two men found murdered two separate times. Jamel Moore was found this year. And, um, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Timothy Dean was found a couple of years ago, dead in his home. So he's finding these black gay men. That's why I want to punch Jesse Smollett in the face. Real people are going through real things. And he out here playing. He out here doing some empire skit. And real people are being murdered out here. So if you are in the Hollywood area, I don't know what county Hollywood is, but if make sure your political officials are not taking money from this man, none. Don't take no donations. He can don't let him speak on behalf of the Democratic nothing. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. But he is a. I don't want. He shouldn't be speaking for Democrats. He don't. They shouldn't be taking his money. He is a predator. And a rapist and a druggie. He is drugging these people. And they're, they're ODing in his home. Oh, let me calm down. Let me calm down. <laughs> let me calm it down. Let me, let me will it back. Will it back. Will it back. But yeah. For those five reasons, honey. 2019 is tripping, tripping. I can only imagine what's going to happen the rest of the year. And so I'm about to tune out. And uh, like I always say, baby, I want to see y'all in heaven with me. Listen, I don't know if you're active in your community. I don't know if you're active with political officials. I don't know if you're aware, you keep abreast or whatever. But I'm asking you that you please get more involved with your political officials in terms of knowing who they are, who represents you locally, who is your city council man or woman, who is your uh, chief of police, who is your... Who are the judges? Who are the DAs in your area? Who are the AGs? All that stuff. And making sure that they, whatever they said that they were going to do when they ran for office, making sure that they do it. Go to your town hall meetings. Some of them, like my council, um, I've, I, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I've seen some of them do things online. Whatever you got to do, listen out, listen to them, go to them, ask them questions. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we listen, it's time out for them just getting in the office and just doing whatever they want to do. No, boo-boo, you on our dime, and we're going to hold you accountable. We're going to hold your feet to the fire, all right? So, all right, y'all, I'm out, and like I always say, y'all, I want to see you in heaven with me. Until next time, baby. <laughs>